0: Love
1: College basketball season has arrived. Doubleheader in the Lloyd Noble tonight. Big Red Rally. And we welcome live to the show now the head coach of the women's basketball team, Jenny Baranchek.
2: Good morning, coach. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you excited? You know what I am? I just uh, dropped my kids off at school and uh, now I'm my best elf because i wasn't before that
1: (laughs) we got all the lunches packed and everything today did you make sure everything's taken care
2: of you know you know it's funny because you know this whole like daylight savings thing Mm -hmm. that like exists for people that don't have kids right because they don't know that they're supposed to sleep in later or do whatever and yeah and then you think with this like extra time you'd have everything done and you don't so yeah but we did we got there. shoes are on
1: Hair is semi-brushed, and uh, now it's game day. Awesome, awesome. You know, um, how do you feel going into year two compared to year one, just as far as establishing your program, how you run things, obviously roster-wise and everything? I would have to imagine there's a little more comfort to this year.
2: Well, you know, honestly, I think (laughs) – What's kind of fun is and I really try not to compare one year to the next because you know when you're in your first year there's nothing but excitement right and it and you just you just go and and I love that and it's not easy right because it's you know no one knows the system no one knows the drills no one even knows what the heck you're saying half the time right and then you really try to establish that and and then at the same time Uh, year two is so fun because now you start to see the seniors really start to lead the younger players. And I think that's really fun. And then we also, between the two years, get this foreign tour. So we have this extra time together that we can have really good conversations. I think our relationships are, you know, are a lot deeper and, you know, and, and it's similar to to all this work. I mean, we can see it in football right now. Like, even though it's really hard and it's challenging, and we have some of those moments. We have, it, it reflects, you know, you look back in the rear view mirror, and last year was such a, you know, quote, unquote, great year for us. However, we did not end how we wanted. We had a few games here and there that were really painful, and I think those are the moments that really propel you forward. And it's hard when you're in it, but it's amazing then, as you as we do enter into year two, how much better things already are. And I think from that standpoint, you got to go through some of that grind um, to have the moment to get deeper into that relationship building, which then gets you more out of your players.
1: You got pretty much everybody back. Taylor's back. Maddie is back. Um, even Anna is back. How, how is she looking? How is she on the health front?
2: Oh, she's great. I mean, they all have been great. And I think you know we we've, we've really What's been fun, Toby, honestly, is, you know, I talked to a lot of my peers in coaching and especially with this extra COVID year, right, because it's this unseen experience. I mean, these guys have four full years' experience. These, You know, they're not players that didn't play much their freshman year, didn't play, you know, played a little more their stuff. I mean, they played the whole time. And so we've had to really change how we train because a lot of my peers talk about, you know, limiting their reps because they're older, they're experienced, And we've actually kind of gone the other way. And we want to treat them, you know, like professional athletes. Because you also have all this time, you know, from COVID. So they've worked harder than they've ever worked. Um, so they all look really, really good. And I think, you know, Anna's no exception. I mean, I know she's faced some things and some challenges, but, um, you know, we don't, you guys don't get to see her every day we do she's been live since july and she looks she looks good and we're still gonna coach her harder and we you know go go after her every day um but it's really fun to watch her because she's out there taking charges in practice in fact i'm blowing the whistle early just so she doesn't you know when things yeah. like that but um but no it's fun i don't think i think she has this I'm just going to go for broke, and, you know, and I want to do this with my team. And I think that's the best mindset you can have.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, is there any kind of a mental hurdle to get over there when you've been through everything she's been through? Or it sounds like there's not. It sounds like she's like, let's just let's just go for it.
2: Well, I think, again, like, she's been live since July, and so I think she's had her moments that um, – you know, she's she's had that where you kinda of have to fall and get back up and you kinda of have to try to take that charge and get back up and uh, and I think she's done that. And so we've been able to really see that to the point that you can you know, we celebrate those small victories of when she goes to create the contact instead of shying away from it. And I think now she's just she's just back. And I and then when I say we it's not it's not our trainer, it's not me, I and mean, that's her teammates. And so I think from that standpoint they have the same expectations of her that they do of themselves. And no one's scared. You know, we don't we don't want to play that way. She doesn't want to play that way. And so no, I don't I don't think she does. I really don't. I think she's literally just going for broke. And she's special and she knows it.
1: O U O R U coming up season opener today, four o'clock in the Lloyd Noble Center. New season. Everybody's looking forward to Uh, the new players, and you certainly have an impressive crop of freshmen coming in, but also a transfer in Aubrey Jones from Iowa State. What kind of an impact could Aubrey, great three-point shooter, what kind of an impact could she have for you?
2: Well, I mean, honestly, in all of them, but, uh, I mean, Aubrey, she can can just shoot the ball. And what's really nice is, you know, we have such great depth on our team. And so it's fun to be able to watch even her and Taylor play at the same time because, you know, that opens up a lot on the interior, which can get our young players a lot of uh, one-on-one looks in the paint, right? And so from that standpoint, we still need to be able to do a great job of being able to establish that. Um, But you can't help off of her, and you can't help off of Taylor. And so it opens up for not just our post-play, but a lot for you know our our you know full court. I mean, you watch Nadea Todd take a whole nother level. I mean, yes, she can stretch the floor as well, but she can get to the rim. I mean, Maddie Williams, you know, you know, she can have a field day. If people decide that they want to double her, uh, there's a lot of other options. So I think from that standpoint, but Aubrey's more than just a shooter too. She's sneaky good. I mean she's she's got length. She's a rebounder. Uh, she can handle the ball. Uh, she's just been a really nice compliment as our freshmen have too.
1: Where do you want to be better this year, Coach? When you look back at last season, where do you say, all right, we got to improve in this area?
2: Uh, you know, it, I, I, want, I don't want to state the obvious, that obviously defensively, you know, even even our rebounding, and I know we're, we're not a terrible rebounding team. I just want us to be better. But to me, I think the biggest area for us, and, I, and when I mean on-season workouts, I mean we started two weeks after we finished. So it's been that long. I want us to be relentless every single position. And I want you to be able to see that. And I want, you know, that that's where the consistency isn't from a production standpoint or from uh, making a basket or, you know, those kinds of things. Because that's a lot of times what we do is say people are consistent when their stats show it. I want to do all the things that the stats can't show. You know I want to make sure that we're disciplined and we're just relentless in every single possession. And I think that's what the extent that we have returning, that's what they're teaching our young players right now. And that's that to me has been uh, really fun to watch uh, because when you get urgent and you're relentless, there's some pretty special things that can happen.
1: Beatrice, Raina, Kirsten, and Kayla, your freshmen. Where do they fit in? What will fans notice about them right out of the box here?
2: Well, Trevor, you heard me say this a million times, but I'm no longer our travel player. So that's positive. Yeah, so they that's fit right. in from that standpoint. Um, you know, and they're <laughs> gonna get thrown into the fire. I mean I mean it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be fun and, and I don't I don't even know yet the impact that they're gonna have. I mean, they're freshmen and so there's going to be times in the season they're going to look really good. There's going to be times in the season that they're going to look like freshmen. And that's why your experience really tries to carry them, but also be able to get them that experience. So, I mean, we sub a lot of people, we play a lot of people have always done that. We have a great pace to our game. Um, And so I don't know if we're really going to know a lot of that until after our non-conference season. And so from that standpoint, um, I'm just excited for them to come in. I mean, KJ, you know, Kirsten Johnson, we call her KJ, she's, you're going to notice her. And, you know, she, she's a shot blocker, but she's got length. She runs the floor. Beatrice Culleton's going to be a little bit more physical on the interior. Kayla Cooper going to be a guard that's going to come in and have a lot of energy hustle plays, especially defensively, but she can stretch the floor in terms of shooting. Uh, and then you're going to notice Raina Scott. I mean, she's got especially when she's got the ball in her hands and she's learning how to play with the ball in her hands and without she's a she's a bigger guard for us she's a point guard um but i love the way that she's got such a high basketball iq and she's got a little flavor to her game too so she's going to be fun for people to watch
1: you get oru today they've got a new head coach which always makes it Mm -hmm. a little bit extra difficult to know exactly what to expect from your opponent but what's the scout on uh oru today
2: I think it's going to be a great game, and I think it's you know it's always fun to play in-state teams. I, I'm just a firm believer of that, and you know I was on the other side of that for a long time, and so th- this game is is a big deal. It's an in-state game. It's a fun game. Uh, you're right; they have a new coaching staff, and I think Kelsey does a great job. Even watching some of you know the things that she did at Southwestern was was pretty incredible. Um, and then they have a great returning group. They've got great three-point shooting. They've got great penetrating guards. And then they have an interior player that, that can really do some damage. So it's a great test for us. Um, and it will be a great a great game for Oklahoma, for our state. And we need to continue to, to play each other and to promote each other.
1: Four o'clock today, the season opener for the OU Women. They get ORU. Coach, thank you for your time. Good luck to you today and all season long. We'll see you at the arena here in a little bit.
2: You know, I appreciate that. Hopefully, everybody goes out to the the Big Red Rally today, too, and then supports our men's team after. So, appreciate you a lot. Boomer.
1: Thanks, Coach. Jenny Baranchek, two home games to open the season this week, 4 o'clock today. Then they've got the field trip game on Friday, the 10.30 a.m. game against SMU. And then next week, TJ, back-to-back games on back-to-back nights at BYU and at Utah. So, Week two of the season, right into the fire with two very tough road games next week. All right, quick break. Porter Moser joins us live next.
0: The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad Boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle
1: Tuttle Exit 108. Back half of the doubleheader tonight. The OU men against Sam Houston State. It's the season opener for Porter Moser's team, and the head coach joins us live right now. Coach Moser, good morning. How are you today? Morning, Toby. I'm doing great. Opening day. Uh, you got the opening day excitement when you got out of bed today.
3: Man, I tell you what. In this this countdown stuff, you know, in life, when people do countdowns, it feels like you're running in mud, and I, I feel like they've been doing like some of the media. National basketball people, they've been going 105 days till the opening of basketball season. I'm like, man, I'm so excited to finally hear it. The countdown's been painful. So I think our guys and everybody's just really ready.
1: You had the exhibition win over Oklahoma City. You had the uh, super double-secret scrimmage as well. What has been your takeaway from the lead-up to the season with your basketball team so far?
3: Leadership. I love our leadership. Um, I think the veterans, you know, having gone through it, has um, been—I uh, can't tell you how much of a difference it makes when you get guys that have been in it. Um, willingness to follow our, our newcomers and our freshmen—the willingness to follow the, the, the leaders—and then the leaders, you know, acceptance of the newcomers' talent. And all that in one means chemistry and togetherness. I, I just I just like this group, man. I think they're connected. Um, I think they they recognize each other's strengths. Um, but the key will be managing, and this is way an all-college basketball, I've talked to a number of my peers, is, you know, so many of these guys, transfer guys or high school guys, or the minutes are going to be hard. Not everyone can play 40 minutes. So the key as you move along game to game is to manage that, you know, make your minutes count, don't count your minutes. And I think that's a powerful thing, man, Like, because guys got to stay excited and focused and, and, and have the main thing be the main thing.
1: You know, one of the things that jumped out to me from that OCU exhibition was Sam Godwin, and you tried to warn us. I think that a lot of people thought when they saw that signing that that's nice, a local kid coming back, he'll add a little depth, but – Sam Godwin's gonna really be able to help you isn't he
3: no he's he's tough as nails I've been saying it since we got him and and um you know he's he's really long and athletic he has long arms he will he will you know his his uh, ability to go after the offensive glass you know that's one area I think we're really going to be better in this year is we're really attacking the offensive glass harder to get extra possessions um last year we averaged between seven and eight in our two exhibitions and overseas, we were around the 15 uh, mark. But Sam, you know, Sam can really go get it. He's tough as nails, defends, bouncy, but he adds a lot. And to, to Sam's credit, you know, Sam is a preferred walk-on. You know, and and he's he came in, and I'm, I remember talking to his parents, going, Do you, is is it going to hurt him? And he's a walk-on playing time. I go, Man, you get what you earn. If you earn it, trust me, I'm, I'm playing the best guys, and and he's earned it. And he, he's in the rotation, and he's tough as nails.
1: The Grant Sherfield Tanner Groves pick and roll uh, possibilities have me excited to going into this season. How how big is that going to be a part of your offense this year?
3: You know, it's very big. Um, I think I think I'd be just really naive if I didn't think that that that's a great combination. I mean, in pick and rolls, like when you're scouting a team. You always first go is is the five a pick and pop five? Can he make it three because your ball screen coverage has gotta uh, uh, adjust to that um, because you got a stunt if he pops. Um, can your guard make good decisions? Can he shoot behind a ball screen? can he can he get to the rim can and, you know and all those answers are yes with those two and you just got to make a decision. So we're gonna see a ton of different stuff, a ton of different ball screens uh, coverages, but they' they're very good in it. Um, and you know what I like about Tanner is Tanner, Tanner's added 12 to 14 pounds. He was 228. He's around 242 as of yesterday. Um, and what that means, Toby, is I think one ball screen coverage that people did was they switched on him. And when you roll the guard into the post, you got to be able to make him pay. You know, there's a, and and I think he's stronger, lower, more leveraged, and to make him pay. And his mindset is different. We've been, I've been really working with his mind to go like, you know, you got a mouse in the house down there. You know, you got to make him pay. You know, you, you and and I think he's getting a little bit more, um, not oh man they're switching, more like all right I'm gonna make you pay, mentality.
1: He's just so nice, coach. I mean, that, don't you? We were talking about that earlier in the show. Sometimes you wish he would just get mean and say I'm going for forty tonight. I'm he's just so unselfish.
3: Yeah, you know, there's no question about it, and uh, I think that I think that's another shift he's been in because I think last year he was so nice. But he was also a little bit worried about a lot of things, like so many questions, can I play at this level? He's just in a great mind place right now. He's just like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's about winning, about dominating. about. I, I really think you're going to see a shift in that area as well because of maturity, because of strength. With strength comes confidence. And I think I think that off the floor, oh, my God, he's, I mean, you, you, you want him to be, I mean, everything. And he's unbelievable. But on the floor, I think he's making a shift towards dominating and being more of a, um, I don't know where the word starts with a P, but on on the floor.
1: (laughs) When you look back at last season, what is the one area above all others that you say, we got to be better here in year two?
3: Uh, The the coaching in me doesn't go to just one. I mean, like, I took a deep dive into. I, I watched the last four minutes of every game. Just those four minutes. And I wanted to really see what we could be better. And some people say, oh, man, you had a shot to win a game against Texas. You had a shot against Kansas twice. You missed a shot. And everybody kind of pointed to we we had a, a bunch of shots we could have made that could have in all those quotes. And the answer is true. We did. We did. We had a bunch of good shots. But when you really take a deep dive is we got to get stops in the last couple minutes. Like, I look, at our Kansas game at home. Obagi made three threes and Christian Braun made four. They made, like, their last four threes, you know, at Kansas. They're big, hit that shot, and then they, uh, Harris, they, they They made big shots. Texas, Timmy Allen made a big shot. TCU, O'Banner hit that huge three to uh, with like 20 seconds left. we got to get stops. The other thing is we've got to take care of the ball. You know, I, I think sometimes, um, and I know when you try to play faster, people, you know, it tends to be that way, and we're trying to play faster. But I, I think we got to value the ball better. Um, turnover, turnovers, I've always had a really good assist to turnover rate, it's It's, uh, I think we just got to value that ball and take care of it um, with it.
1: Every time I see uh, you on social media the last few weeks, you're at a different event on campus, fraternities, sororities, whatever the case may be. Are you excited to see what, uh, you know, what the crowd looks like tonight?
3: Man, absolutely, Toby. That student section fires me up, and I just had a meeting with our marketing team, and, it's they're making a difference. I mean, the, the they I didn't know this, but the four highest student attended games, uh, like I think it was like the last 10 years or ever, were four of the games last year. And our student attendance is like doubled from previous years. And I think we got to double again. And we got to make a difference in that thing. And and you know, the Lloyd Noble the Lloyd Noble, but I know we can control the atmosphere in there. We can control the atmosphere in there, how loud it gets. Um, I tell our players we can control the effort we give. We, and I think that's what people are going to see tonight. And I think that's what people, the students that are going to be excited about is they're going to see a team on the floor that's playing their tails off, man. I really think we play hard defensively. We're a little longer um, this year. We're more athletic. Um, and we got this mantra because defense doesn't excite people. You know, in the Big 12, all 10 teams. But I'm telling you, our mantra of DCO, defense creates offense. We are really going to run on stops. We're really going to run on creating turnovers and running. And I think that's what our guys are hyped up about. But that student body gets the whole atmosphere of college basketball is garnered around. I mean, that great student bodies, great atmospheres.
1: Sam Houston State had a pretty good team last year, Coach. Uh, what do you think about your opponent tonight? What's the challenge here?
3: You know, the challenge is, you know, Jason's been there 13 years. He's an outstanding coach. Sam Houston's one of those teams in, in college basketball circles we all know about. They've They've averaged 20 wins almost six straight years. They won 19 last year. at four of their top six back. But the thing people are going to see tonight is they're really, really physical defensively. They were in the top 30 or 40 enforcing turnovers out of 350. They're going to get up in us. They're going to guard. Um, they're not going to be afraid. They play uh, teams at our level all the time. Um, but they're really well coached and uh, they're just tough as nails. And we got to match that that defensive. We got to get, get in our offense um, uh, and get some get some things going downhill. I think if we get going downhill, we got to make some shots because they really collapse because they don't want you to get to the rim at all. So tough, tough defensive opponent you're going to see tonight.
1: Seven o'clock tonight. OU and Sam Houston in the season opener. Coach, thank you very much. Go get them tonight.
3: Thanks. Be there. Hey, everybody, be there at four. I'm telling you. I know. I think you had Jenny on before me. Uh-huh. That women's team's unbelievable to watch. So get there early. Students get there early. You're going to see the number 15th ranked women's team there before us play, and it'll be a great night of hoops. Thanks, Coach. See you, man.
1: There you go. Porter Moser. It's going to be a fun night in the LNC tonight. We'll see. We'll start to get a glimpse at uh, what kind of team they got. Break time, 830. We'll get back to some of your text messages next here on the T-Row in the morning show. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, the T-Jabbing uh, hogging the uh, – Hogging the show here with all this basketball talk. So, why don't we get back to uh, some of the thoughts of the listeners out there? Hit us up on the text line, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405 651 3439. By the way, Teach, the big ear appointment is tomorrow.
0: Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo.
1: Noon tomorrow. And I will be reporting back to you on Wednesday morning. And, um, uh, I'm nervous. Who
4: do you have lined up to call? Is it Plank that's going to call Saturday's game if you lose your yes. ability
1: to hear? That's exactly right. Okay. Yes. Okay. There, there's a chance that uh, tonight is my final game on the microphone for the University of Oklahoma. Well, if all goes the goes haywire on let's Tuesday. Let's hope
4: that's not the case. That's a chance. Well, we'll see. Okay, what do you got for me? You, you have been called out by the Ref Army by many, many, many people on the Air oh, Comfort Solutions text line. Uh-huh. Your three predictions are wrong. Oh, I thought you were wrong, but I was too lazy to go look it up. But second touchdown of the year for one Drake Stoops.
1: That no, that's not right. Kent
4: State foot uh, footless, uh, shoeless. <laughs> footless
1: would have been no. amazing. Shoeless
4: touchdown. I should have clarified. Kent State. No, no, no.
1: I should have clarified. First time he's ran it into the end zone for a touchdown this Saturday. <laughs> that one you remember? He was like a diving <laughs> <Stop>. backwards pylon. <laughs> So, still, still counts. Goodness gracious.
4: Uh, let's see what else we have here. I just cannot wrap my mind around the fact that we do not have a difference maker on the D line, not even close to an all conference player.
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's true right I now. It's true.
4: That's true.
1: We've had guys who have made plays. Like Jalen Redman has had a nice career. Um, Reggie Grimes and Ethan Downs have made some plays this year. Isaiah Coe has made some plays. Jonah Laulu. I think R. Mason Thomas in time will be a very good player. But uh, difference maker? I mean, we're we're talking Tommy Harris's and Dusty Dvorak's and and, – Uh, Gerald McCoys and those kind. No. I mean, nowhere in a close. And got to go get some of those guys. There's no doubt about it.
4: I was at the game and yelled my head off every time Baylor was trying to snap the ball. Row one, section two. I was not impressed with the broadcast quality when I watched the game replay on ESPN Plus on Sunday. So much for a loud crowd. All you could hear was the announcers in the booth and no stadium noise or ambiance. It sounded like a local high school broadcast. Yes, female play-by-play is okay, but it all shows how far we've fallen being on national television every time, and how you take for granted all these years. It's awful to be kicked to the curb. From Jim in Arlington.
1: All right. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for yelling your head off, Jim.
4: I believe.
1: If this text would open,
4: I believe we will be better. I believe we beat ourselves, and in time, we'll be more consistent in our defense and offense. Will show up and how disciplined we become and more physical. Comparing one team's failures and success to another team's failures and success in a coach's first year isn't fair because not every circumstance
1: is the same. Absolutely, and I didn't have much time to uh, before the break. Roger said something about year two. I do think we'll see a major step forward next year. Need to, one, and two, uh, traditionally that's how it's gone, especially in college sports year two is the year that you usually see a significant step forward if you're going to see one you know i mean the prime example around here is bob stoops year two but porter moser and jenny baronchek have each talked about it today how much different it is in the second year when you've had a whole uh team go through everything that you do as a coaching staff and a whole recruiting cycle and everything like that so I mean they're going to have there's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure TJ going into next year. Even if they went out, a four-loss season around here is you know, doesn't happen. So, even if they went out, this has by OU standards been an unacceptable year. And there's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure, but I think we'll see a significant step forward next year. Why
4: not? You got to hope for that, right? Well, you have to have doesn't that. That doesn't, yeah, doesn't help to uh, be any other way. Uh, y'all hear about college game day this week TCU versus Texas. Rolling eyeball emojis.
1: Yeah, what's wrong with that?
4: It's an undefeated team uh, yeah. going on the road and uh, being the dog in that yeah. game.
1: A major it's a dog. Good game. Looking forward to it. Everybody's quickly jumping on the TCU upset bandwagon.
4: Yeah. In fact, the Bronx uh, said, huh, I might should get in on that. And I said,
1: mm. ooh. Early in the week, Bronx pick? The chairman thinking of dropping a pick before 11 p.m. on Thursday night? It's never been 11 p.m. Calm down.
4: Uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> This came in as you were interviewing the coaches. Don't be weak. Talk about football.
1: Get out of here. You're on the wrong show if you think I'm not talking basketball and baseball and softball. You talk it all. I mean that's never changed. I mean that's that's not like this is something new. You're by the not way, avoiding did I tell you, anything, good or you, bad. You know? No, 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 no. I'm not avoiding anything. Come on now. Did I tell you Leeds beat Bournemouth, by the yeah, way? Yeah, you on have gotten some text on that okay. saying,
4: shut up. We don't want to hear about cricket. Uh, so, get out of here. It's uh, football. As a child of the 80s and 90s, I would love to see Toby do a top dog book as a sequel to Unhitch the Wagon. Okay. Put that on your list.
1: I have, uh, well, I won't say anything. What else you got for me? Roger is
4: closer to being right about next year than Toby. Three starters back on offense, uh, plus, probably going to lose half the defense. Stand by. (laughs) (laughs) This one goes back to Roger. We don't let people like Roger talk anymore. We don't want negativity like this. It wasn't that, it was like we had 30 seconds in the top of the hour and we were getting to coach. Calm Roger, down. Roger, Roger takes whole segments sometimes.
1: Yes. Get out of here.
4: We have never uh, cut him short except when he Get calls it at the end of a segment. Get out of here with that garbage. Loser. You're the loser. We'll cut you short.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else you got for
4: me? Uh, composite talent index of number nine, TCU number 32. It's coaching. Okay. Ooh. I love these composite uh, sketches of what teams are supposed to be. Uh, Toby, what do we have to do to get play-by-play of ear cleaning? These people need to know. Can you um, call in? What time is your appointment in the uh, Steely noon. show?
1: It's at noon. Can you
4: call in to Steely's show? so Steely's no. hard of hearing anyway. You'd be like, ha?
1: Ha? No, 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 no. No, you don't um, want to do it live? Well... It would have been fun if it had been during our show, like that would have been, but I'm not going to ruin somebody else's show with our stupid stuff, you know, so I'll tell you all about it on Wednesday. You guys know I won't leave out any details. Come on, I told you about the basketball banquet last week. You know I'm going to tell you about the ugly details of the ear cleaning session on Tuesday.
4: <laughs> Just listen to Gabe and Teddy's podcast. Please tell them to bring the same bleeped off attitude tonight at Rudy's.
1: And get the message right. to him. I will not be at Rudy's tonight, so I'm going to let those guys do their thing.
4: uh Braden's arm was pinned by the defender, and that is why he raised one arm on that one pick. That was a definite ref miss in the Agreed. game. Big time interference. There were a Agreed. lot of miscalls. I don't complain about the officials. You know that. I I rarely come on here after a game and put it on the officials or blame the – the the officials were horrible in that game Saturday to the point that I thought, this is SEC-related. That's how bad they were on Saturday. They were terrible. Now, I'm not putting the game on them. you got to be able to stop the run. you got to do some things differently. Uh, Some of those tip passes you can't let happen. That one was pass interference, but they were horrible. There was holding calls they missed. There was all kinds of things they missed garbage and the official I mean, that allowed that to be on the field is garbage
1: let me ask you this all right baylor's got two losses right are they uh, out of the big losses. 12 are they two losses or three losses? In, in conference play sorry okay in yeah, conference yeah. Play. are they out of the big 12 championship picture no. i would have to
4: go look at the schedule well, k-state's and see got the... two k-state's got two losses yeah i'd I mean, have to they're... go look at their schedule and see who the tiebreakers and so who are their two losses to yeah, you've hit on my point tiebreakers yeah
1: why didn't they score on Saturday? Oh, yeah, they have taken the knee. Um all worried about tiebreakers? Last year we're all worried about tiebreakers. This year we're not worried about tiebreakers. What was that about? Or I, I is didn't it think the think fact that, that he, when they were taking the knee? Is it the fact that he likes Brent Venables and he didn't like Lincoln Riley?
4: Someone texted earlier and I don't have the text here in front of me saying that he took the knee because he looked back in the stands and saw me and felt bad for me and what was going on, and took the knee. You, so,
1: yeah, with the cat situation. The cat situation,
4: and and just uh, did you
1: just... get your eight by ten glossy? By the way, uh, J Mo never showed up with it. What did he leave it with you? No, uh huh? Oh, how rude. Uh uh-uh. uh I saw J Mo up there too. Uh, he didn't say a word about it.
4: I uh, that actually crossed my mind looking up at the booth at one point on Saturday, and said, "I wonder if my eight by ten glossy's up there." Maybe maybe he's shipping it. Maybe to you. maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> kendall would like to know last one here just curious what if year two isn't much better under BV? we just gonna turn a blind eye to what's going on
1: yeah (laughs) i mean i don't understand some people like okay well then we'll deal with it at that point maybe we'll go hire a new head coach or whatever i don't know but why live in that world you know what if the worst happens what if it doesn't i just we're wired different i get it my grandpa was the same obviously way. kendall didn't get the it's message worse. it's
4: basketball season kendall didn't you listen to toby in the opening segment
1: stop this it. is terrible and it's only gonna get worse and we're never gonna win again woe is me holly what a life looks like rain looks like rain uh i i hope it gets better i think it's gonna get better maybe it'll get worse i don't know but whatever happens we'll be here to cover it for you with bells on we're going to west virginia this week t last i heard we're still going to west virginia so we'll be there saturday i, I to think cover that it got changed
4: you. i th- i heard after the game saturday that may be changing so we might be tuned. doing the stay we tuned. might
1: be doing the tv broadcast espn might just kick us right to the we're streaming the radio crew now I heard you guys might be doing it remotely. They won't even have you on
4: site, so we may have a remote broadcast.
1: Well, if there was one game where you would tell me that and I might not throw a fit, it would be this one. (laughs) 847, Chris Plank joins us next.
0: This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized
1: businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, last segment on a Monday crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. And we welcome in now Chris Plank. Good morning, Plank.
0: What's up, t How are you and T.J.
1: today? I think we're doing good. T.J., how are you today? Are you doing okay? I'm doing okay. Hey, you've yeah, had some
4: advice good. here last minute saying to take an extra shirt tomorrow. Me? Yes, for your procedure, What's you're going oh. to need an extra shirt.
1: Oh, okay. I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah. So you're I might get a something a, on me. A little wet and a little sloppy, it sounds like. Oh, <laughs> so okay. Well, like that's a good dry advice. extra shirt. Okay, thank you. I wouldn't have even thought of that. So I will do. that. Oh, are that. you
0: getting your ears done tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I'm getting my ears done tomorrow. Right. I'm nervous, Chris.
0: I would love to do it. I would love to do it. I think it sounds I'll give awesome. you a
1: full. I'll give you a full report on Wednesday's show. Beautiful. All of the ugly details. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping they get in there and go. You know what? These are the cleanest ears we've ever seen. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna give you your money back. <laughs>
4: that, that, they'll never
1: tell you that. Not in the medical world. Won't
0: they'll find something. Yeah, you know, look pretty clean, but you know, since we're in here, we're gonna go ahead and do it anyway, <laughs> uh, just, to, just to be safe. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, what should we think about Saturday?
0: Uh, not good, but again, I'm I'm always um, try, You know, I, I think if you listen to the post game show, we're always trying to find the positives in it. It was as I would say frustrated, maybe I don't want to use the term dejected, maybe even mad. I think mad that I've seen Brent Venables. You know, we kind of did our post game a little bit differently with him than we've done a little bit differently, a lot of it differently. So, you know, in our conversations, it was right there in front of everyone else. And you could just sense, right? I mean, you could just sense his frustration. I, you know, players down, but not, you know, totally done. You know, I've been around some dudes in the past where you're like, all right, he's off to the league or I won't see him again. But that, I don't get that sense with these guys, especially the guys we talk to normally and regularly. And they're going to keep, I I think, my hope is they're going to keep fighting. I think that they've got a chance to win these last three games and, make something of this and, and get us all to Memphis for the holidays. But we'll see. There's a, there was a lot of frustrating things that, that took place, I know, from a, a coach's perspective. And I get to be the one to talk to him tonight. So I'm excited about that uh, get a chance to sit in on the uh, Sooner Sports Talk with Coach Venables. But the, the segment that you and TJ do on, is it Tuesdays, the questions that you got that you didn't ask for the Sooner Sports Talk yeah. show? Right, I think that might end up being the most entertaining show of all because, you know, I do think that the frustrations have reached a peak. But, you know, I'll be at least in my world, right? At least in and maybe people know better than to come with just ridiculous hate. It's been a little bit more calculated. Hey, you know, yeah. we, we saw some areas where hopefully a, you know, a more talented group of defensive recruits can help us out. Maybe more time in the system can help these guys out, but. Then there's that other side that's like, hey, we're eight, nine games in. What's going on here? Why are some of the same mistakes being made? So That's true. We'll see who wins out over the next few days on that front.
1: I haven't seen a lot. Honestly, I haven't seen a lot of it. We've heard a little bit on the show today, but I think right. most people are at the point, like what's the difference between three losses and four losses, you know? I mean, <laughs> wish we had won the game, but we weren't going anywhere anyway. So. Um, but I, I think the, uh, why, uh, the feeling that they beat themselves Saturday. Now – whether Good that's point. true or not, I don't know. They couldn't stop the run in the fourth quarter when they had to. Obviously, Baylor could have punched it in again there at the end and made it a 10-point game if they wanted. But they did just hand them several things, and that's frustrating. You know, it did, didn't feel like they put their best foot forward and could have won that game if they had, and so um, that stinks. And now, I mean, you got to remember – Baylor lost to West Virginia sure. in Morgantown. So we this isn't a layup this Saturday. I mean, West Virginia has had a rough year and they're at the bottom of the conference now, but beating them in the mountains is never an easy thing necessarily. So they gotta you know, get it
0: right. Gotta get it right. Before every single game, before every kickoff, you ask Teddy, you know. Which, What's what's your biggest key? What's what's the saying that you need to see today? I'm, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. You're the voice. So I'm doubling with the words, but yeah. And he always says, Tanoga. take takeaways, no giveaway. It's that easy." And and that's kind of really resonated with me over the last few games because, and maybe I should be more specific in the last few losses because suddenly, you know, they're turning the ball over a lot. You know that that game against Iowa State and Kansas should have been. Um, now, maybe more so Kansas, should have been a, a larger, wider gap. But you had a couple of, like, back-breaking picks yesterday. You know, you still are, excuse me, Saturday, you still are right there in that game, and you had had just four terrible turnovers, right? And I include turnover on downs in that, too, even though I know Stats and Gabe were fighting about that. But bottom line, more than anything else, told you, teach. A, thing that, a thing that wasn't an issue early in the season is compounded some of the problems defensively because – now, Toby, they're turning the ball over, and yeah. it's just frustrating. So I Chris, keep waiting wait for that offense to break out. Maybe it happens this Saturday. You know what today is, Chris? Um,
1: it's a mental Monday. It's the opening day of the college basketball season, Chris.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: Yes. Doubleheader at the LNC That's tonight. Point. You can find Chris Plank at Rudy's tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock huddle, 8 o'clock will be the Brent Venable show. It's a big day. Chris, have a great show.
0: Toby, have a great rest of your
1: Monday. Thank you, but thanks to Jenny Baranchek and Porter Moser for joining us today. You find folks as well. Have a great Monday, everybody.